welcome to the Under the Bogan Villa podcast. Here we discuss health and sustainability, practical tools to improve your inner peace and joy, as well as your everlasting footprint on our beautiful planet. Your hosts are myself, Lexi Mancelio, and my handsome Viking partner, Lawrence. Please enjoy the show. Hello to all you people who still remember that we are... Um, in existence, <laughs> Lawrence just bumped his knee on the table. Ah. He is the most clumsy when it comes to bumping limbs on things. But only my knees. And your ankles and your toes. That's true. And your arms and elbows and hands. You still only four limbs though. Well, all your limbs. There's all. Right. Hi. Hi. Um, first of all. Thank you for joining on this episode. We're still alive. Apologies for the lack of commitment to this platform. Um, we've been through like a million hurricanes in the past couple months. And the truth of the matter is that all the content we've released in the last two months was recorded more than two months ago. So we have literally been AWOL and offline for two full months, which is... It's bad. You yeah, it sounds... Uh, what happened? I don't know. I Did you just hit your shit? No, I s- squeezed my leg in the wrong place. With the car. Anyway, um, so we thought it would be a good time to do like kind of a reorientation, fill you guys in on where our minds are at with this whole um, pursuit of consciousness in life and a little bit about the journey over the last two months relating to that and... Um, yeah, I guess some story time. What's and the overarching topic? Overarching topic, or one of them, I guess, is um, the idea of perception versus reality. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? <laughs> so Tell I'm, me about it. I'm tied into multiple different things and stories. It's actually mainly stories over the past two months that have highlighted this. Um, I think the kind of the initial idea sprung from like a negative story but the the i guess like link to the podcast is that my view of people in this kind of life that advocate for it and are are admirable in their behaviors and like putting out public con like whoever you know simon hill and ritual and all these people Mm. there's kind of like been a perception on my side that they are obviously like highly functional happy people with great relationships and that everything has been they've been supported because they're standing for these amazing things and there's been um, no resistance and there's been no resistance (laughs) and not no challenges but I guess you know you look at them and you're like you just did your thing and pursued and everything is amazing now because I think that's what like everyone sees that in life you don't you don't see the journey you, you look at like the results let's use a Simon Neal as an example I look at him now in his house in Australia with his podcast and his books that are like quite good sellers and I'm like yes sir this guy has made a quite a decent thing but that's all you see you have this limited small view Exactly. And that creates the perception. And the reality is is the whole book. Yeah. And what sort of happened with us in the last two months is there's been like misperception amongst our relationships unrelated to, I guess, our lifestyle. Um... You know, like we, you do, you do, you do certain things, and then people re- react in a way that you don't expect because it's, uh, you know, people are working from a different toolbox of worldviews and conditioning and mindsets and values and whatever. And um, it's yeah, we just noticed there's been some like people that are not loving what we're doing. Not, not everyone we love is loving what you're doing. You were right. This is terrible. Okay, so we put a picture online. No, no, wait. So hang on. We put a picture <laughs> Before online. Before you start this, I'm actually... I want to... Okay. 
what happened like in the moment we were like this is the cutest fucking thing ever we haven't taken like proper leave in four years and we finally feel we were on holiday free and like we're in the middle of the Tankwa Karoo in Cape Town and it's beautiful and like we just want to be a little bit crazy yeah and so that that's our or that's our viewpoint and we just wanted to express that had like a difficult couple of months and there was this magical moment we were in the middle of nature and we took like a little bit of a risque photo not anything hectic yeah but something that was like a touch of touch of nudity from behind (laughs) you could just like bum what would have been better than saying nudity from behind that's true but i just okay goodness anyway so 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 sketching the reality is it was a beautiful freeing moment of oh man finally on holiday a little bit free um like being in nature have our phones couldn't see anyone for kilometers you know it was so quiet it It was was dead effing quiet and we were swimming we were like tanning a little bit it was like such an innocent little yeah it was a really nice moment and i think what happened in but i did put it i put it on online yeah you put it on the line and and the the thing what happened is it creates a window and yes that's where the perception comes in is looking through that window and forming i have an interesting theory now all of a sudden it just came to me okay so now you're looking through this theory through this window and now you have to so so think of those this window that you're looking through as a like a black and white picture and what your mind now does is it needs to color it in and how does it color it in it colors it in from your past experience similar behaviors and conditioning throughout your lifetime and you apply everything from your perspective onto this black and white picture to this moment so let's say it's a a a nudist looked at the image they would say they would color it in and say oh oh these people are exactly like me they like nudist nudist camps (laughs) and then nudist retreats that's probably their perspective because that's their life and their behavior and their conditioning that all because they, they find similarities and that's what they apply to this little window that they see and um which we don't just by the way yeah <laughs> just to give some context to that yeah is it would don't be a misperception yeah. that is a misperception we're not going to nudist camps although i've been not to that i'm not open camps. to it i'm just saying it's, we- it's weird isn't like, it something that we can discuss it offline <laughs> yeah we can discuss it offline <laughs> no i'm not i'm just uh so openness is relative yeah so anyway. so the the other the other side of the spectrum is also true where if a nun looked at the image or the pope looked at the image they would does the, does the pope have the water does he have the water that he throws on people yeah. with the cross yeah okay i don't know i'm just asking mm-hmm. they he would like throw us with the, with the holy, holy water, water. it's and, true like, curse us you know because it's it's misaligned to his values and his worldview. Yeah. So anyway, there was um, some backlash. Some backlash from some people we care about, and at first it was, you know, we got a bit angry, and there was like, also, you know, people. It's hard to communicate these things when you're not in person as well. So there's always like layers of miscommunication over the phones, right? Always. Like whether it's text or calling. Or like not talking about it you know there's like that distance of not being in each other's presence that's my favorite one not talking about it <laughs> yeah i know you're, you're let, let me not say okay <laughs> i was gonna make a wider comment um so there like there was a reaction and then there was a reaction from our side and after some time of I guess processing and healing there was maybe a realization that people were being too harsh or maybe adding extra layers of information that aren't true or founded on any facts you know like uh, yeah but the 
so there's like multiple layers to the story then there's a realization that obviously these people care about you and the reaction comes from a place of concern not of judgment necessarily Mm. but it is difficult to be clear in your thinking and like the way you processing information when you a have a whole lot of perceptions that you you are wired to have like yeah. conditioning the way you are brought up your religion your culture your relationships your experiences everything that you just mentioned yeah. creates a lens that yeah. your reality then is shown through that lens yeah. and then you add emotion to that yes some um, and then there's just almost no hope for a true outcome like and this is the thing right there's your story the other person's story my story and the truth and the truth is not the same as anyone's story most of the time most of the time and yeah i mean what what was interesting and like it was the beginning of this learning i guess for us where perception is very often not aligned entirely with reality and um yeah it was it was hard it caused some it's been challenging and i think like there was also a realization that no matter what you're doing you're bound no one is ever always not everyone is going to fully understand because obviously they don't have all the information and you can't give everyone all the information at all times unless you just literally podcasting your whole life in vivid detail live podcasting and even then people will not understand because Because your thoughts and shit and your words are different and the the tones are different people's body languages and love languages are different so there's like yeah yeah i mean think about you and i live in the same house we talk all the time and we still get things wrong because we what (laughs) we had a fight right before this podcast what to talk about and what not in detail and it's because we both were coming from a place of like trying to protect a good thing yeah and not ruin but it was just slightly different ideas of how that looks and whatever so anyway it was interesting and i think it was probably the first of many challenges we'll face while trying to unpack a new way of life and not new like there are lots of people living this way yeah um which also has been interesting. It's like this perception in the beginning was like, we're the only ones who care. (laughs) Not obviously we knew, but the reality of how many people there are that are like living consciously has also been a little bit inspiring over the past couple of months. Yeah. Being exposed to new people and like this yoga teacher training that I've done has like also opened up an entire world of, of ways of life that are, exactly aligned to what we want and um obviously not all practically in terms of this like communal off the grid regenerative farming and living in small notes of the world that isn't really being reflected anywhere yet but there's people wanting that and like mm. pursuing it and obviously all the yogis are like one on on the same path yeah i saw a farm in south africa the other day that's doing regenerative farming by the way oh that's cool i could i have no idea where it is now but i'm gonna find it again okay sign do it so i have another example of perception versus reality okay that's not at all about the last two months can i can i share that i'm waiting okay so i've always historically been quite bad with road rage (laughs) fuck you why are you doing this but I've gotten a lot better and recently because we only have one car and Lexi refuses that I take the car anywhere ever that's not true I just Mm -hmm. happen to have a more demanding (laughs) job she drives more than I do so I Uber some places and I've always looked at Uber drivers and taxis and how they just disobey the rules. And you think it comes out of a place of blatant arrogance and this like intention to do mm, harm. An entitlement or whatever. An entitlement. And so it got me curious. And I was sitting in a few Uber cars over the past couple of months questioning basically the Uber drivers. It's like, why didn't you stop at the light that wasn't out? Because essentially then it's a stop street and then you stop and you drive, but they just drive over. And every time they answer or every any response they give, it is the sweetest man just going about his day, not really like 
malicious intent at all and he didn't really think about his action that much it's just one it's just a thing that happened but on the other side in your little car you sit there and you make this story and fill this picture of this bad person in the other car then you like spend five minutes on your hooter behind the guy and like want to kill him because he just pushed in front of you or something this is an excellent analogy because I think about this all the time because often because I will scream at people but then I'll go do the same thing that those people did in moments obviously yeah. not like so like not maliciously if people want to okay so South Africa's traffic situation is particularly bad because the lawlessness does frustrate me yeah and it is a little bit stressful and I do feel that if you are lawless there is some work to be done on your character whether you're a malicious asshole or not yeah you should try and I mean I'm just not happy about it that yeah. part it yeah, just yeah. upsets me yeah. but um so my story now is most people will do this because they're being selfish when like so let's take an example if you're in the turning lane and the turning lanes are jam-packed traffic back backed up car after car all, for, all the way down the road and then the straight lanes are free because no one's really going that way yeah but then some asshole will always come to the front and then push in and it's usually a taxi and then i've kind of gotten over that but i feel like if you're not a public transport driver you haven't like claimed that right and I know that they haven't and I'm still upset by it because it's not right but you know what all the taxis do it and you just kind of have to accept that yeah but when when just a normal citizen goes and does it I'm like hmm you're breaking the law this is not okay yeah. I've waited in the line I must wait in the line I must wait in the fucking line why aren't you waiting in the line I asked the Uber driver he did it with me in the car oh yeah and I was like hey why did you just push him he's like ah yeah I f- uh-uh. he's like I forgot like I forgot I had to turn. And I so was like, this is oh. kind of what I yeah, that's, was going to say. Yeah. That, that's when I will do it. It's yeah. like today, I was driving to Famous Brands head office and I was on the highway and I had to take the Woodmead, or what's it done? The Mall of Africa, the whatever Were you that road is. in the middle is. of a singing solo? Um, I actually was. Oh, nice. I actually was. I was singing with no music, which is one of my favorite things at the moment, is to pick a song and just sing without a backtrack. Normally the windows crack when I do that, so I don't do that. <laughs> anyway, so driving, driving, driving. La la la. Also, I was late, so I wasn't really. I was like rushing through the traffic yeah. on the road. It wasn't a lot, but anyway. Then I was like, oh god, there's the off ramp. Yeah. By the way, when she says rushing through the traffic, she's like slowly moving from lane to lane because we don't have a fast car. We have a gym. It's that true. When I say rush, we, rush. C- we cannot speed. We cannot speed. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> so anyway, and I get to kind of near the front and thank goodness there was a truck. So there was like a slowness and a gap where I didn't have to piss anyone off. Mm. But it was very lucky. Yeah. And... I mean, in that situation, me being the person that I am, that is so like justice driven, which is a flaw, not a strength. (laughs) I would have actually driven to the next off ramp and backtrack to the place because I just can't bring myself to push in. It's like I've done it so many times. But, and that's also why obviously I get so upset because, but if you're doing it, you can't be upset with people. No, I know. Anyway. So my point is like my intention in that moment was like oh my god I'm trying to get to work I'm late I'm forgot that I have to get off here I need to get in and then some people are chilled and nice not everyone is as angry and highly wound as we are That's but I mean it's like a very good it's a very good analogy and um, more recently we had like I won't go into any detail here because it will upset people um, and I mean that with love not. I just don't want to have any more drama in our lives because it's been a very difficult few months. Had like an, a situation where we did a bad thing. We, we gossiped about a friend when we didn't have all the facts and it was unfortunately relayed to that friend in a maybe not super truthful or correct way or whatever, but everyone we involved... Also, we also don't know. No, and we also... You know, whether the intention is unknown, and that's the point. We can't assign an t- intention to anyone. Yeah. And it went... That's the thing. You're measured on your behavior, right? Yeah. You're measured on your intention. It's true. Unfortunately. And But the thing is, like, people also don't 
always have all the facts when they make certain decisions and like maybe this person didn't realize what the ramifications would be and was trying to do a good thing. I don't know, whatever it is. I like the innocent nudity from behind. Nah. <laughs> hmm? We didn't know what the ramifications would be for. Yeah, but we chatted shit about a good person that we love and um, someone told her what we said and there was a very bad reaction and it was bad it was so bad um and in in our perception the original moment was so short and so silly and so fleeting and so like you know it was amongst a very close circle which we felt safe in and a circle that's been known to be gossipy because sometimes people like to gossip you know a little bit but in like like a innocent way which i'm never doing again gossiping is very bad (laughs) but the point is that i'm gonna kill this gossip it was like a moment it was a probably literally two and a half minute moment it wasn't even like it was so short it was such a silly it wasn't like a and they and from our side the intention was just actually to make conversation (laughs) which is so stupid it was to try and have something relevant to say I wasn't adding anything to the conversation, so I opened the floor, and it was stupid. And in hindsight, it's like actually kind of comically dark, darkly hilarious, because it was literally, there was no ill intention, but the the way that it was perceived was as if we were out for blood. You know, and that's very sad to me to be on the other side, to be like totally misjudged, I guess, in a situation. But but this is the reality also is if you where there's smoke, there's fire. Right. So we did. We were not right. We were wrong. And the lesson for me was don't do that. Don't do that. Don't chat shit about people ever, especially if you don't have the facts. But just don't be mean and like talk about people when it's none of your business actually so here's the thing looking at it objectively now from a very big point and and pulling this into our overarching theme of perception versus reality we had a perception the reality was different Mm -hmm. that perception was now carried over somewhere else which created another perception that differed from our reality and like, no wonder the world's broken you know, like four times down the line like in any topic any thing that you think of like imagine the car analogy I get upset with the taxi the guy behind me gets upset with me the guy but like it just the ripple a, is crazy yeah it just creates a ripple of of bad things it seems and it does I mean the ripple in this situation is that the close circle we were talking with in the first place there's now a breakdown in that relationship. There's a breakdown in, obviously, in our relationship with the friend that we spoke about. And there's other friends tied that are, like, it's just like a multitude of chaos. And destruction. Kaboom. And any, like, there's just nothing left. And it's so, and, and that's the saddest part is, like, if you think about the, I mean, yeah, let's not get too into it. But the point is that, Assumption and perception, which is often incorrect, is very destructive, actually. So, how does one... Sorry, I'm jumping into solution mode here. How does one... combat your perception? Combat is a weird word. So there's a yoga quote that ties into this. Um, I wasn't pre- like I was still in storytelling. Sorry, go for it. I didn't know you were still story. Are you, well, done? Was... Are you done? <laughs> I don't know. If you're still in storytelling mode, go for it. Um. Yeah, I can't really remember now. It threw me off, but um. The quote in yoga is about the knots in the heart. Mm. Um, 
and the the knots that you feel in your heart and the knots that they try and unpack and unbind and untwist through practice of yoga and mindfulness are said to be our misperceptions of the self and our like self-judgments so the reason I'm saying this is because I think I mean it's been said and I hope that we all agree um, you, you agree that often your bad reactions to other people come from like your own insecurities right yeah I can I can agree for, for whatever like however whether it's you were treated unjustly as a child so you have this extreme affinity to like things being fair and right and then when they're not, it upsets you greatly. It comes from your own trauma, your own hurt, right? Yeah. Like often, if you're getting upset about something, it's because there's something in you that is hurting. Mm. Whatever, however it ties back, it doesn't necessarily mean you're... Like some people will... Like if you think about the old school like view on men coming out of the closet and the process of that and like how they painted people in situations like at school or whatever where there was a boy who was like a closeted gay guy and then he'd like go and beat up all the gay guys that are out because he's insecure about his own like relationship with his sexuality very beautiful story was BU's story about his mom thinking that he was gay and reacting so badly yes yeah because she was yeah lesbian exactly sorry just not yeah. everyone has heard that episode, so I wanted you to give oh, the yeah, context. Yeah. <laughs> Halfway through, I wondered if I got my facts wrong. That's why I stopped talking. <laughs> no, I'm, I, as I said it, I was like, did I get this right? But we spoke about it at length. Yeah. Anyway, so it is. It's like a, I haven't accepted myself yet, so I'm not accepting you. Yeah. Or it's this hurt me or a version of this hurt me before, so I'm going to not allow that to happen now. Yeah. So... What I'm the yoga quotes actually is they say that um, pierced is the knot of the heart, slashed are the chains of karma, and free is the something the last part I can't remember when enlightened when you reach like the light, yeah, and um, the way you reach the light is to be mindful and practice. Like, well, obviously, with the yoga, it's you need to practice yoga every day. Mm. And you need to meditate. And if I look at my own life, when I stop practicing yoga for, like, three or four days in a row, I can feel it emotionally. So it's, like, one way to heal those misperceptions of the self and try and separate yourself from your, like, traumas and your experiences and your emotions and stop looking at everything with this veil of, like conditioning because that's yeah. what it is it's your experiences conditioning your emotions conditioning you conditioned to like survive and protect yourself yeah so through i mean from from what i'm reading at the moment it really is through like meditation mindfulness yoga lots of like self work journaling all that shit where you start to release that hold of mm. like bad reaction because you start to have more compassion for people. You start to have more compassion for yourself. And I think, like, to tie it back to the original, my perception of these health guys, like, even a, yeah, even friends where we've, I've, like, put them on a pedestal. I and mean, when you kind of hear a little bit more about their, their lives and the details, you're like, fuck, man, everyone's struggling just like we are. Everything has its challenges. No one's life is, like, rosy and chilled. Yeah. And that's something that all humans tend to do. Like, that grass is greener. Like, they have this, they have that. This is easier. Money will make this easier. Da, 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 da. But then when you're on the other side, it's got its own set of problems and issues and challenges. And that's the, the whole point of this is that <laughs> there's only one reality. But everyone's going around pulling putting their perception on other people, like perceiving themselves a certain way, perceiving other people a certain way, like veiling all these things with a a, a tint of their own color. And it's like, it's confusing and it creates 
discord and breakdown and yeah so i mean i can see you getting you look like you're getting sad am i being too negative again no oh, okay <laughs> no i'm just listening yeah so i mean do you want to jump into solutions mode now no 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 oh please continue no you need to talk too i'm not <laughs> on my own here i think do you not are you not do you not have something you want to contribute i didn't like have something straight off the bat okay. <laughs> sorry putting me quite on the spot here now i just also kind of ran out of my thoughts oh well, your face doesn't look that way like once once lexi starts you like you're like i mean okay, i can talk a lot i'm gonna sit back relax get the popcorn out you're just gonna chew a that little was a bit. long thing man like you need to, I, I, that was a whole lot of talking but um so it is a practice thing to because like i'm thinking about work specifically so one other reason is like work has been also like fucking hectic the last couple of months yeah and we've been extremely busy and i think with i think with my work as well and the people that i work with i've been having like a perception of how they are and when they react a certain way that creates something in my mind which i then perpetuate in some kind of other thing which is then carried over to the other people that i work with and um yeah it's kind of it's there's no easy way to not have this altered or tinted perception mm. of certain things or events happening in your life and you have to constantly practice um, I'm reading a book at the moment where the guy is also like trying to so he's, the book's name is The Surrender Experiment I would recommend it to everyone listening Michael A. Singer I think it is yeah Michael A. also Singer. wrote The Untethered Soul which is also an incredible story oh is it mm. that's pretty cool so in this book he the the first part of the surrender experiment is to disassociate connecting likes and dislikes to things that occur um so thoughts um events in your day-to-day things at work like you should disassociate i like that happening and i dislike that happening from what is happening because they are happening mm. and you tying that emotion to it changes the perception mm. so what i was actually thinking about when you put me on the spot was what you need to do is to first disassociate the emotion from what is happening and try to be as objective as possible but the only way you can do this is by practicing and constantly reminding yourself of doing that yeah, yeah fuck it i was chatting to um some of my i don't know if you call them hippie friends wellness friends mindful friends <laughs> conscious living friends that that are more um accustomed to the way we talk and the way we think and whatever the things we muse about in the middle of the day <laughs> and um yeah she just said you know we were talking about the fact that it's harder this li- this kind of life because it requires so much of that this practice of being less indulgently like human i guess it is which and i know not in like a bad way but if i think about myself like my instinct is to go i i don't want to control my emotions or disassociate from them because i am my emotions but that's that's incorrect (laughs) and that's obviously why you are incorrect (laughs) i've read lots of books i've gone to lots of therapy and i've learned that i'm not my emotions but the way that i uh, am because i am so emotional and so deeply empathetic and because probably my human design chart has like a lot of empty (laughs) empty centers so i absorb a lot of other people's emotions is um it causes unnecessary hurt and unnecessary reaction and like like conflict where there doesn't need to be because Mm. 
because I swing with those emotions like like a like a yo-yo and um, my point is that my first reaction is to go like I don't want to disassociate but when I think about it I know and also so sorry I don't want to disassociate because I don't want to like not be me and I'm afraid of this new version of me which is actually what this artist's way book also like helps you unpack is that you will go through this process of resistance because you don't want to change because mm-hmm. this is comfortable where you are um but anyway I'm going around a long road to get to my point. I'm sorry. Babe, there's no short road when you tell a story. <laughs> the other day, you tried to tell me about what happened in your day, and you described the meal that the guy was eating. And I was like, I was looking at you, and I was like, what does this have to do with the story? Okay, I'm going to lose my tracks very sorry, soon. Sorry. Okay, go, 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 go. So, sorry, what was the last thing? The do you remember? Way. Oh, yeah, the artist's way outlines yeah how you will feel like a sense of mourning also as this self of yours dies and it and it is dying because by practicing these behaviors and by implementing like habits and tools and processes in situations where previously you'd get hot-headed slam a door and run out the house which i have done (laughs) um now you breathe in a square box and say safe words she, she literally has a little box in the corner i made it for her so she goes to sit there if she misbehaves i'm it's a kidding joke. it's a breathing technique it's like a, anyway um and and it's it requires like you can't switch flip a switch and go okay now i'm a, this enlightened version of myself no. it requires habitual behavior changes and constant work and my point what I started saying was my friend and I were saying like we were a bit tired of all, about all of all the self work which I think we've talked about in this podcast yeah. as well and it will be a recurring theme because it is it's 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 a and hopefully we'll reach a tipping point where we kind of cross over some sort of line like with exercise you know like mm. in the beginning I was like oh yoga is tiring and I don't want to do it and now I'm like I need to do yoga today because I've missed it you know mm. so your body it will adapt as so will your mind and your soul and your being and yourself will adapt but you don't know how long it's going to take I mean if I think about the journey that we've been on it's been almost a year since we sort of started this whole what is life actually shift yeah and trying to better ourselves in a deeper more like connected to the earth spiritual way and like truly understanding the self and our relationships and like how we're contributing to whatever all the things that we're talking about which obviously part of this episode is to remind you guys why we're here (laughs) we'll get to that later maybe I don't know (laughs) but um but yeah I mean what's comforting is like I look up to my my friend Blair I really like her. She's got a lot of like kindness and softness in her that I'm envious of. Um, and I think she's come a long way in her own journey. And uh, when she says, you know, it's hard and she's struggling, it, not that it makes me feel better because there's someone suffering with me, but it is that sort of shared suffering. Camaraderie. Camaraderie sense of like, okay, we're weak today but tomorrow we'll encourage each other again and there's like a sense of connection to a thing bigger than you because you're both pursuing something bigger than you and it makes it easier you feel a lot I do so I have the same story but completely different (laughs) my thing is so with work I have a difficult client and I'm like fuck this I'm out, I'm gonna resign, I don't care, I don't need money, I'm gonna just like, I'm just gonna go move to a place where I can climb rocks, fuck this, I'm, a, I'm over it. Living in a tent. I'm living in a tent. Alone. <laughs> Alone, <laughs> I don't me. care, I don't need anything, but I'm not dealing with this. And that, that's my perception of the client, the engagements, the project, all of those things. And I was questioning, I had a thought in the shower yesterday. And the thought was, okay, cool, so I, I can't just leave. And the project's not going anywhere, and the client's not going anywhere. And like, so I need a way to work through this. And, and this surrender experiment kind of gave me a way as well, where 
I need to disassociate from liking or disliking the client, the project, the struggles, all the things, and they are just things that happen, and I need to have actions in that moment. Because what happens if I don't do that? And this is how my mind works. So you feel a lot and, and share that with me, and I think a lot. And I was like, okay, if I don't do this, what will end up happening in a bit of a metaphorical way is I will run away. And what happens when you run away is you don't deal with this with the problem. And if you don't deal with the problem, the problem is more likely to reoccur. So the only way is to disassociate and go through it. And then you don't run away and you actually deal with it. And you'll be better equipped. That That is a method of practice. This yeah. difficult client, this difficult project, all the struggles that we're having is a way of practicing Mm. what I want to do and you have to see that also as a way of practice yeah because obviously if you avoid doing it now you're you'll never practicing. get good at it yeah. and that is the truth yeah so, so the you truth. have to go through it to get good at it and that's like oh my god this ties into my feeling about the morning wake up ritual because <laughs> <laughs> I hate getting up early and I also love a good snooze, but I hate snoozing because the first time I wake up, I feel fine. And then I snooze and I feel like someone hit me with a fucking bus over my head or whatever. I know it wasn't a great one. Yeah, Sorry. I'll come up with a better one. Someone hit you with a bus, like a toy bus. It said like it was like a large toy bus. A large toy bus. Okay. Or two toy buses and then we go on the side of my head like that. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Like a monkey. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I like realized today I had this. So something Lauren said to me the other day was, I don't know if you were listening to a podcast or if it's this book or what, but um, you said that maybe it was someone you train, who was training, someone was training. Oh yeah. They said that they do it no matter how they're feeling. Oh. And, yeah. Tell the thing. I'm fucking it up. <laughs> So, I'm very... As soon as Elon bought Twitter, I was like, what is happening? So, my curiosity got triggered. And I also deleted Instagram, so I installed Twitter. Which is, <laughs> which is bad. I still spend Replacement less, therapy. <laughs> I, sp- I, sp- I still spend less time on my phone, which is amazing. I watched my screen time analytics, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm improving. So, that's besides the point. So... I initially started with that and then I saw this guy was reinstated and I know nothing about him. I, I'm not advocating for him. I'm just relaying a story. Just reinstated at Twitter? In At Twitter. He was blocked from oh, Twitter. Oh, re- reinstated as a user? Yeah. Okay. So his name is Andrew Tate and he's this heavyweight kickboxing champion and he got removed from Twitter for misogynistic and other like-minded things and hmm. yeah it's, it's the best bad. guy to quote it's bad it's bad looking at some of his things and some of his things you're like huh, oh, i can extract some information from here and make it relevant and one of his tweets i hate using that i'm going to uninstall the app immediately but one of his things that he said was when he wakes up in the morning okay he did intro it with this is how winners do it and at the end he says you are all losers whoa it's, it's, he's what quite it's okay. quite intense but i still like the premise so just to get to the point. so the story so the story is he says when he wakes up in the morning he has feelings like everyone else but the one thing he does differently is he doesn't let the feelings affect affect what he needs to get done in the day mm, yeah i like that so if he wakes up and he feels like fucking shit, but he needs to go to work and do whatever, he still does it and he still feels shit. Like that doesn't influence the fact that it still needs to get done. Yeah, and work is maybe a bad example because everyone kind of has to go to work. Yeah, true. But training is a good example. Yeah. And I think the the weather thing for me is also, it ties into that same like regardless just like I'll do it regardless that attitude of like I will wake up at five regardless of whether yeah. I how I feel whether it's cold whether it's hot whether I slept well whether I'm happy or sad or whether I drank too much booze or whatever it is because that is how winners do it <laughs> yeah Jocko Willink also says he, he's also like quite aggressive in his videos but I like him he's this military guy and he says 
when you are confronted by a situation that you don't want to do, say it out loud to yourself, this is going to suck. And then he screams in his phone while he's recording the video and do it anyway. And that's how he also approaches it. He's like, this is going to suck, but I'm still going to do it. Yeah. And I mean, this is like, we're trying to, now we're tying this back to building positive habits and overcoming this like barrier of projecting your own perception onto other people, being affected by other people's behavior, assigning assumptions, doing all the things that we don't want to be doing. We've come full circle. And the way we're going to do it is again, it's the same fucking message every single time is the next step. Do the next step, take the next step and practice and commit and like, and you won't have good, like I have lots of things on my list of things, lots of things on my list of uh, goals, let's say goals, that I'm currently failing at achieving, but I'm, I'm not failing on all of them. So I'm ticking some every day. I mean, I've been waking up before six Listen, without an alarm okay. clock can I just, for so long. Can I just sketch a, a, a picture for you? Yeah. You saying I'm failing at so many things. Can I just say for the last two months or month or two months, I think it's almost been two months. You've been writing in a book three pages every single morning. Oh, yeah. That's See, I'm winning so at that. That's so fucking consistent. And the only thing you're focusing on is the things that you don't do. No, I was more saying it's okay to not succeed at everything all at once. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> because if you do the, the one thing that you can do, and for me, the morning pages was like... So in the artist's way, she recommends or tells it's your homework. You have to write three pages of like conscious stream of thought is how she puts it in a journal and you put it away it's not it's not like a a journaling journal where you'd write down thoughts to revisit it's like a get out your and maybe you do later i think she brings in i'm still in week two only of the the process so maybe later you revisit your things i don't really know this whole yeah, but um yeah i mean my point is like i might not be waking up at five i might not be running yet I might not be eating zero gluten. I might not be whatever being, I might not be meditating all the, like as much as I want all of the things, but I'm doing the morning pages. I'm doing yoga and I'm waking up before six. Like it's amazing. Win, 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 win. And three months ago we weren't, or I wasn't doing those things, you yeah. know, like, and that's the whole thing. I mean, we say this every time, but I think the, point of this whole podcast is to try and demonstrate the journey towards like a joyful grounded steady holistic healthy happy life we haven't been releasing a podcast every single week yeah, oh yeah we did um, i'm a bit disappointed more disappointed about that one. but um because i feel like we're accountable to other people not yeah, that but yeah. it's but it's to show the journey to other people that like everyone struggles yeah everyone struggles we're struggling now it's not hot it's not easy um but but we're trying and i think can you say about feb sorry i'm interrupting you the whole time like, um feb it'll be a year when we're engaged oh yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> we're still no wedding plans but that's okay that's just because we have been challenged this year so um yeah i mean my my point is that there's where there's hope there's strength like and you just need to hang on to that and i think uh it's hard to see sometimes and like you don't believe in yourself and like I don't believe in myself a lot of the time but by practicing these things and doing the one thing that I'm capable of doing there's already been improvement and I think like yeah hopefully hopefully that is helpful yeah to to all of you however many four people okay so we are going to try and commit. We are going to commit. Well, <laughs> gonna there's no such commit. thing as try. There's no such you thing as You do or try. don't. Yeah. Do, yeah. Where do we... Uh, anyway, um, what we want to do is to commit to releasing an episode a week. Obviously, um, we want some topics. Oh, yeah. From you guys. Um, to whoever is listening, if there's something that you've been struggling with... Not really sure how to deal with please shoot through some suggestions yeah or if you want to know something about exercising or food or training yeah. like we can get one of our 
friends on that yeah, we can we, we know people in like so sustainable Everywhere. energy yeah but businesses we're hoping to chat to um a sexologist friend of mine if you have any sex questions oh my goodness I so excited about that, that one. one that's gonna be um, awkward 101 yeah i actually also want to chat to mpo about her new restaurant at constitution hill so i mean we've got some things that i need to set up and yeah. we'll we'll um get 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 amped and get ready and get organized but if you guys have anything you want to hear about yeah and maybe even it's like one small question doesn't have to be a whole podcast episode please shoot it in the dms shoot it in the dms yeah and um hope that you enjoyed this episode it wasn't really as much of a reorientation as it was a discussion about perception versus reality yeah <laughs> but um i guess it gave you a relatively good reorientation as to where we are mm-hmm. we are plodding along the path with hope and perseverance nice I wouldn't say discipline just yet I was gonna say determination mmm determination perseverance determination seems stronger than perseverance it does I don't feel that strong I oh, don't feel but you are definitely in a determined mood but um thanks baby yeah, we'll maybe do like a more more detailed life update because there's been some fun developments, interesting developments, um, exciting developments, sad developments. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. When I tell you after this episode, you're going to be like, oh. I don't know about any of these developments. You do. You do. Anyway. I just know how to dress things up. And yeah, you're selling it very well. <laughs> Alrighty, so we're going to sign out now. Um, Thank you for listening. If you're not following us on Instagram, we are at under underscore the Bogavilla. That is horrible. It's the worst. I don't know why I didn't think about that. If you ever make a business handle, say it out loud so that you sense check yourself. Because if yeah. you're ever on the radio, you got that like 30 seconds to get your handle out there. At under underscore the Bougainvillea. And I almost said under twice. <laughs> under underscore. Under underscore the um, Point is, go follow us on the gram. Let us know what you're thinking. Um... If you yeah, if you just want to chat shit in the DMs, Lawrence will be there. Yes. Oh wait, you want you don't have Instagram? No. I can't manage all these different pages. Okay, well we'll talk about this. <laughs> we'll we'll sort you guys out though. Okay. Have, have a rad Peace day. Out.